0: Welcome back, Mike Gear, and joining us from AgForce now. Um, and the fuel tax credit scheme, um, AgForce are right in the wheelhouse on this. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Pablo. Good, thank you. You're fighting for calls to halve the fuel tax credit scheme for farmers and abolish the reduced rate of road tax paid by tractors. I mean, why are they? Why are they looking? To try and do this. This is the kind of stuff that we talked about only last week with you
1: that just seems to be
0: blindsiding everybody.
1: It does, Dobbo. And just for those that aren't familiar with it and your listeners, this is a tax that you pay when you buy things like diesel, which help repair and maintain our roads. Whereas on farms there's a lot of equipment that doesn't use the road at all and therefore gets a rebate. So that's a fair inequitable way about thinking about funding the roads through taxes. What we have now at exactly the time when farmers have faced huge lifts in prices and challenges in supply chains, and we've seen that in the price of food in our supermarkets, there's a proposal by the Grattan Institute to impose further taxes by removing that rebate. and In other words, having farm machinery that doesn't go on roads funding road repair. And that's crazy, but what's even more disturbing about it to us is that Grattan the Grattan Institute, should I say, suggests that that might help farmers move to more green energy, but what they forget to mention, and what's really important for Australians to know, is that agriculture is the only industry in Australia to have tangibly reduced their emissions since 1995 by over 58% and wants to do more, and the way we're doing that is through innovation, through about new technologies, etc., not by punitive taxes. Punitive taxes will simply further raise the price of food at the supermarkets at exactly the time all Australians are struggling with increases in cost of living. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I, it, it makes no sense, and this is just another way they're trying to jerk, um, and, and not jerk, that's the wrong word, but put more pressure on the agricultural industry that's not needed. We've seen so many things, and, and rightly so, um, goes south because of this this current state government. Are they open to understanding what's going on? Do they know the, the, the shortages? We spoke earlier with Joe Shepard about the labour shortage. We know all about that. We know all about the fact that there's urgent immigration um, licences got to be granted so that we can actually get people um, to come to this country to help work in agriculture. Mike, when I hear that they're, they're trying to cut the fuel tax credit scheme, that just sends shudders that this is just a natural progression.
1: Yeah, Dobbo, you call me an optimist. So let me say this to you, though. This is a key moment in the conversation between industry and the Labor government at a federal level as well as at a state level. So we have laws and regulations at the moment which create red and green tape, which is stifling for industry, stifling for small businesses. And we've talked about it across reef, across landscapes, across vegetation, cross-planning, etc., etc., Laws and regulations that do not allow small businesses to get on with the business of producing food in a cost-effective and efficient way. What we've sought to do at AgForce and through the National Farmers Federation is engage with the government, now that we have the same colour at federal and state level, and talk about reform. There's been some early signs, uh, positive signs from the state government, for example, around the low emissions pathway I know it hasn't yet delivered that reform, Bobo, but we're very keen to work positively with them to give them the chance to react. And remember this fuel tax rebate suggestion, it's from the Grattan Institute. It's come out from that institute without working with industry and we're asking government to um, put it aside to confirm it won't be in this year's budget. A great chance for them to lean into this reform agenda early in the federal government's term and start to think about that stifling red and green tape, all of that overlap and regulations, both at the state and federal level, and take a fresh look at it with a broad reform agenda in mind. A, a, a very key moment for agriculture in Australia, but also a great opportunity too for them to take. Yeah, it certainly is.
0: Small smallholder miners and proposed reforms. You met with landowners and 17 landowners in Emerald and had a round table with the Department of Resources. Let's step this through. What was this all about, mate?
1: Well, Dobbo, two things. Firstly, we all are concerned as human beings, as people in the community of Australia, about our landscapes and environment. And appropriate regulation, reform or fixing up land that's been used for small mining is a really critical part of that. But put that aside for a minute, Dobbo. We have a limited amount of land that produces the food we take for granted in Australia and indeed around the world. Yeah. And as we know, food is critical to survival itself. So what Ag Force has done is put forward what we call the land use protection principles and say that if there is any doubt that we're going to whether we're going to lose good prime agricultural land because of mining activity, small mining activity in this case then we should put it aside to protect what is so important to us, and that is agricultural land that produces the food and fibre we take for granted in our supermarket shelves. This conversation is about a lot of detail that sits underneath that. The current legislation and regulations do not adequately protect um, prime agricultural land, and so this coexistence needs to be fixed in a way that protects that land first and foremost so that we can continue to grow that food, continue to fill our supermarkets with fresh, locally grown food, uh, grown in an environmentally friendly way that we can all be proud of. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. I really appreciate that, that we're thinking like that. that, that,
0: that the, the, the problem is it hasn't been like that way, and you understand that. And we haven't protected the prime agricultural land, which had nothing to do with ag wars. The, this This legislation was done prior to – you know, it was done in the, the darkness of night and it was all in favour of the mining companies and these mining leases. And we don't, we want to protect, you know, the the prime agricultural land. Now, there is support for its members. There's a submission process online. Um, landholders have been asked to have
1: their say on the proposed
0: reforms. How does that, and how do we go about that? That's right, I
1: I often talk to landholders who say, you know, what's the point? Um, I'm flat out with my work all fair comments given how they've felt about this in the past. I can only implore landholders, please take the time to make those submissions. They might feel insignificant, but they're not. They're really important to send a signal to government. We need fundamental reform. Things like the RPI Act do not protect prime agricultural land, do not provide adequate protections to families when miners come along. It does make a difference putting in a submission in your own words. The templates are available through the AgForce website. Any questions, please give us a yell. But if you can spend half an hour or an hour and put the main points of concern that you have into a submission, it does make a big difference. AgForce will obviously be putting in a full submission that will be available on our website as well. Please engage. It does make a difference.
0: Yeah, you're certainly right. Really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us as usual. Mike Geeran, CEO of AgForce, and this fuel tax credit scheme trying to be hard is a real concern. We'll keep an eye on that as we march into the year. This is the 8th of February. Mike, thanks for talking to us this morning. Thanks, Bobo. Good on you. We'll take a break. Come back with more. This is Rural Queensland today.